0: Hello and welcome to Not Just About Copy. I'm your host and copy coach, Emma McMillan, and I'm here to help you get copy confident. If you're a regular listener, welcome back. And if this is your first time listening in, it's so wonderful to have you here. So, why the podcast? Well, through years of copywriting, coaching and mentoring, I've discovered that writing good copy is not just about learning skills. It's also about knowing why things work, developing the confidence you need to put your writing out there, honing your writing habits and taking action. It's about owning your tone of voice and deeply understanding your audience You'll hear conversations that will inspire you to reflect on your relationship with writing and prompt fresh ideas. Solo coaching episodes with me will give you actionable tips and strategies to write better copy with more flow, confidence and fun. Just to note that if you're listening to this episode in July 2023 or early August, you can register for a free open day to experience my copywriting membership for small business owners. It's a companion to this podcast. It's called Not Just About Copy, The Community where we have fortnightly co-writing sessions, monthly Q&A coaching calls, and monthly copy hot seat sessions. Members also have access to podcast companion resources, such as checklists and worksheets. It's a supportive space if you're a small business owner looking for accountability, like-minded folk, and a space to ask your copy questions and get feedback. Open Day is on August the 9th on Zoom at 10am AEST. You'll get to experience what it's like inside the membership. The link to register for that one is in the show notes and I would love to see you there. Before we begin, I'd also like to take a moment to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which I record this podcast, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations and honour their deep language and storytelling traditions. I pay my respect to Elders past, present and emerging. Now, let's get into today's episode. Are you a service-based business looking to build your email list? Lead magnets can be such a great way to supercharge your lead gen efforts. Think about it like this. A valuable resource for your potential audience is a heck of a lot more enticing than sign up to my newsletter. And once you've got more leads on your list, they then become a captive audience for your offers. So in this episode, you're going to get 7 simple yet effective lead magnet ideas your audience will love, specifically tailored to service businesses. I'm going to guide you through each lead magnet idea, how it works, the pros and cons, and then I'm going to send you on your way, okay? Once you've decided which one or more to implement, you'll want to get started right away. That list is not going to grow itself. So let's get stuck right in. So what is a lead magnet? Well, in case you don't know what a lead magnet is, essentially, it is something that you are offering people in exchange for their email address. But it needs to be something of value. So you're offering valuable content in exchange for contact information, essentially. The process of how a lead magnet works is kind of like a little conversion path that turns, say, a website visitor into a lead. So essentially, there will be a call to action To take people to your lead magnet or resource that you're offering. So, somebody might find this call to action in an email that you write, um, in a blog or a social media post or something like that. They will click that button and they will then get to your landing page. And this is where you will have a form that they'll need to enter their name and email address and anything else that you believe is important. And then, once they click the button there, They have said, yes, I want your lead magnet. Here is my contact information. They will then see a thank you page. So they're a visitor. They've now turned into a lead. They have a thank you page. And this should have information on where to access their resource. uh, And they'll also then get popped into your email system so that they receive the follow-up email. So if it's a resource that they haven't automatically been able to download, they will receive the resource or a link to the resource in a follow-up email. So that's kind of how the process of getting a lead via this lead magnet process actually works. So in terms of what kind of lead magnet to actually create, look, you could create so many different types of lead magnets for your business. And over time, you may well create a series, or you may have some on rotation, you'll be able to test and see what works over time. But essentially, the first thing you need to do is really understand your target audience. The reason you need to do this is because if your lead magnet doesn't hit on what their pain points or challenges or desires are, then they may not be willing to exchange their email address for that content. Now, there are a few ways that you can do this. So first up, you can actually conduct some market research and gather some insights to identify what do your audience want or need. And the best way to do that is actually by asking them. Asking your audience, what's your biggest challenge? What's a resource that you would love to have? What problem do you wish you could solve by waving a magic wand? And they'll tell you. So you can either ask on social media, you could ask your existing email subscribers what their ideal resource would be, just asking out for any kind of insights. You can also look at your current content library. So whether that be blogs, whether that be uh, an active social media account, whether you've created some podcast episodes, looking at what has your audience responded the most to. Do they ask a lot of questions on a particular topic? Are they more engaged in videos or blog posts? This can be a big kind of indicator in terms of what they're going to want from you in a free content offer. I was talking to a website designer earlier this week, and they said to me, my audience always wants to know about SEO when they talk to me. I was like, great. There's an opportunity right there to create a lead magnet that actually gives some really basic SEO information relevant to website design. Now, it's really, really important that your lead magnet is tailored towards your specific audience if you're wanting them to sign up for it. Once you've nailed down who you're marketing to, it's time to make a decision about exactly what that's going to look like. But a quick note on deciding how much to share. Now, striking the right balance between giving your audience what they want, but also not giving away too much for free can be tricky. You don't sort of want to resolve their needs completely because otherwise they might find that they have no use for your service after all. You've solved all of the problems. So for example, if you have a course on offer, you may offer a free course lesson, like a little taster as a lead magnet, but also have a paid version of the course. So just depending on what your um, unique offer suite is, make a decision about what you think is a reasonable tasting size, but that there's something still for them to buy and get more value. So seven simple lead magnet ideas. So number one is... An educational guide or an ebook. So a comprehensive guide or an ebook can provide in depth information or step by step instructions about something. So when you choose a topic, you want to choose one that both aligns with your expertise. So what you know a lot about, but also one that resonates with your target audience. So again, you can even ask your social media or email followers to take a quick survey before you create something. Option A versus option B. What do you reckon? Super quick and easy way to collate an ebook is actually just to put together a series of blogs or articles that you've already written on a topic. So that literally involves very little extra work from you. It's just that you've been able to go through and decide these are all on a particular theme, come up with a catchy title and repackage them as an ebook. Easy peasy. Number two is checklists and cheat sheets. People will always love the convenience and practicality of checklists and cheat sheets. It's just the way we are, okay? Make sure they're downloadable and that they simplify a complex process or provide a quick reference guide. I always like the ones where I can actually have a little box where I can tick things off. These kinds of checklists and cheat sheets do not need to reinvent the wheel. All you're really doing is removing some friction for someone. So, for instance, they could research the information themselves, but They don't need to because you've already done the work and you've outlined the logical steps. Again, easy peasy. If there's something that people are always asking you how to do in your business, this is exactly the kind of thing that you could just create a checklist for and then it's done and you can share it with any client in the future forevermore. Number three is templates. Now, ready-to-use templates can be useful depending on the industry you're working in. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you'll know I have some mixed feelings about templates. I really believe in more loosely structured templates that are kind of more worksheet style and involve a layer of contextual pre-work to make sure that they're really personalized. I have seen some good ones though for things like client onboarding um, or other kinds of business processes, for example. Number four is a mini course or a video tutorial. Now, there's a lot of value in providing educational content in a more structured kind of format. So you could create a mini course or a video to address a specific pain point or challenge, or even to teach some kind of skill. And again, just choose one thing. Now, it could be a one-off video or it could be a mini course stripped by email. However you choose to deliver is up to you. Just remember, the more moving pieces, the longer it will take you to create. So maybe keep it simple to start with. Number five is a webinar or live training session. Now, these are a great way to get in front of your audience and potential audience, literally. You know, it's one thing to read about working with you, but it's another entirely to experience it. And that's one of the reasons why I decided to hold my upcoming membership open day to let people tangibly experience what it's actually like to be in the community rather than just read about it. Now, you want your live session to offer valuable insights, practical tips, or maybe exclusive access to an expert guest host or co-host. But whatever you do, don't jam it too full of stuff for people. Keep it simple. And don't make it a glorified sales pitch without any real value because you would understand people's time is super precious. Now, number six is creating a resource library or toolkit. There is a huge value in curating a collection of resources, tools, or software recommendations. It's something I get asked about a lot and hence my episode, episode 40, my favorite copywriting tools, apps, and tech. A resource library um, can also work really well as like a checklist with some brief information about each resource and what it's best for. You could categorize it for easy access. And if you decide to set it up as a Google Doc, you could continue adding to it over time, providing extra value over a longer period. And finally, number seven is to leverage case studies or success stories. And there is a real power in sharing real life case studies to inspire and educate your audience. You know, you could do this and this is how I work. So follow the format of what was the problem or challenge? What were the steps taken to address this and how you work together? And then what was the outcome? These can work as articles or um, a collection as an ebook, but They could also even be a video series. So they're the seven ideas. Now there's lead magnet best practices. So now that you know what your offer will be, it's production time. So it's about creating and designing your lead magnet. It could be as simple as a Google Doc, or it could be something a little bit more complicated. You could use Canva uh, or a designer or VA with design skills, or you could DIY. But if you know that you're going to hold up the process, I really recommend that you outsource it. Don't forget, once you have created your lead magnet, you also are going to need to create a nurture email sequence that follows up the delivery of that resource. So once you've acquired your lead, the nurture email sequence takes them a little bit further down the funnel. And episode 36 of the podcast, Create or Revamp Your Welcome Email Sequence, is a perfect place to start for that. You also need on your landing page a compelling headline and call to action that encourages people to actually fill in that form and click the button. Make it a heck yes. It needs to solve a problem your audience has. Remember to keep it simple. Don't overcomplicate it. Just solve one thing. Sense, check the name of your lead magnet with a test audience, like grab a few biz buds and just get some feedback. Would you click this? Does it sound compelling? Does it sound actionable? Does it sound exciting? And then track and measure the performance of your lead magnets to refine your approach. If one's not converting very well, you could first try changing up the landing page copy or over time, create a new lead magnet. It's a bit of test and see. The most important thing is that you have one. So as a bit of a recap, the first thing you need to do is to understand your audience. The second thing is deciding or what it is that you want to share, what problem you want to solve. And then the seven ideas for a lead magnet. they were number one, an educational guide or ebook. number two, a checklist or cheat sheet. number three, a template. Number four, a mini course or video tutorial. number five, a webinar or live training session. number six, a resource library or toolkit. number seven, sharing case studies or success stories. Good luck creating your lead magnet. Now don't overthink it make sure you set yourself a time limit so you actually get it out there. If you need support with this or with any of your small business copy or content, my accountability and education membership could be just the thing. Don't forget, if you love a peek behind the scenes, come along to my free open day on August 9th on Zoom at 10 a.m. AEST. The link is in the show notes to register. You can find it macmillancopy.com forward slash copywriting dash membership dash open dash day thank you so much for listening and i hope you love this episode if you did please rate and review the podcast that's the best way for others to find it too that's it for now i'll be back in your ears soon hope to see you at open day in the meantime happy writing